This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Jake Meager. Am I saying that right, Jake? Am I saying your last name? Is it Meager? But no one's going to get it right on first try, so don't worry about it. What is it? Say it again. Uh, Mar, is an M-A-R. All right, uh, uh, Migar, there you go, thank you. All right, so Jake, he is, uh, by the way, Jake joins us. He is the Harvard men's hockey beat writer for the Crimson out there in Harvard. You just heard what Tim Murray, the general manager of the Sabres, said about Jimmy Vc. They're going to meet with him uh, next week, but he said once, if they do sign him, he's a top six forward already in the NHL. Are we, do you think Tim Murray's jumping the gun on that? Is he really that good? Is he ready to jump into that role at the highest of levels? I don't think it's too far-fetched, to be honest. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, but, yeah, I've had the chance to uh, to watch Jimmy play, watch him develop over the past couple of years. Uh, he's kind of grown into this sort of polished, sharp shooter, someone that can really get a shot going no matter where he is on the ice, uh, whether he's in his own zone, the, uh, the other end, you know within seconds he's going to be able to get his opportunity. But at the same time, the guy's 6'3", 205, he's big, he's physical, um, but, you know, he has the, the ability to dance around defenders like it's nothing, uh, a powerful shot. Uh, this guy really has uh, the tools to compete at any level and really could be a top six forward in just a couple months. When he went to Harvard his first couple of years, obviously, you know, he was younger. He did not have the explosion as far as points are concerned until his last couple of years there. What was the difference in his game? Was it simply just getting older and getting better, or was there something that really happened with him, maybe his transformation as far as uh, body is concerned or anything like that? Yeah, I think it's tough to come in uh, as a freshman and be told or know that you're going to be one of the top uh, options on your team. He's been on the first line since the day he walked on campus, uh, but Truthfully, the team was pretty pretty bad his first two years. They're uh, clogging up the rear in the conference, weren't winning many games. Um, but really the biggest thing for me that I noticed, I still remember uh, the first day of his junior year uh, when we went in to do some uh, preseason conference, uh, press conferences. Uh, he looked about 10 pounds uh, bigger uh, than he had been the uh, previous year. Uh, he just had uh, so much more muscle in this guy's going to do something next year. And, of course, you don't expect that he's going to go off, score 30 goals, and be in consideration for a Hobie. Um, but you just knew that he had put himself in a position uh, more so than his sophomore year to compete. One of my colleagues that I used to work with uh, at the paper wrote a story on him when he was a sophomore, and uh, Jimmy had talked about cutting out uh, soda out of his diet, um, had talked about just watching what he's eating. He dropped his uh, body fat percentage from like about 17 to 11 in one year. Um, I I can't speak to what those numbers were uh, his junior and senior year, but his body really grew into something that's going to be NHL ready pretty soon over the years, and I think that's been key to his success. So he is six one one ninety five. That's what he was listed at least uh, at least on one of the uh, sites that I've gone to. So that's a pretty nice body size there. What kind of player is he though? Does he use that body? Is he more of a speed guy? When we watch him play hockey, where where do you see him fitting in in that type of situation and role? 
Yeah, so when he started out, he was pretty much an offensive finesse guy, the guy that's just going to play the wing, work around guys, and get his shot. Um, but since his body has grown over these past two years, he's kind of become a do-it-all guy, um, someone that can really play all uh, 200 feet of the ice. Uh, he's shown up on the penalty kill, been a mainstay there, really. Um, so he's been doing it all because of his body. He's a more physical player now. I think a lot of that came uh, with the fact that the team made him a captain uh, for his senior year. Uh, I think there was almost a, a necessity for him to become more physical. He's the type of guy that's getting into uh, scruffles after the whistle, the guy that's not afraid to go into the uh, dirty areas of the ice uh, and do what he needs to do. Um, at the end of the day, where he has his success is as a, as a shooter, as a playmaker, um, but he's a guy that's not afraid to go um, into the dirty areas and make sure he's able to get plays going for everyone around him. Jake Meyer joining us here from the Crimson up in Harvard. He is the hockey beat writer. We're talking Jimmy VC. The Sabres trying to get in front of VC. They will get in front of VC next week. They have his rights to get him by August 15th. Otherwise, he will go to market. Now, there's been a lot of talk about him going to Boston back home, him going to Toronto where his both his brother is in the organization, his dad is a scout for the Maple Leafs, but there's been also a lot of rumors about why he doesn't want to stay in Boston. Have you heard anything on this of where Boston fits in, why he might or might not want to play for his hometown team? So it was interesting because all signs were pointing to Boston, and then right after he won the Hobie Baker this year, uh, his dad was the one that pretty much came out in the press conference and said, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea for him to go to Boston. It's too much pressure for a kid from around here. Um, so so who really knows? Um, to be honest, I'm just speculating at this point. Uh, my thinking is that Jimmy wants to go somewhere where uh, the kind of guarantee that Tim Murray made being a top six forward is legitimate. Um, and I know uh, when Nashville was still in consideration, uh, they they have a lot of talented forwards over there, and there was certainly an offer for Jimmy to go in and uh, produce right away or get in the lineup right away. Uh, but if he didn't produce in his first two years, who knows if he stays in the NHL. He might be going down to the lower levels and have to work his way back up. And I think uh, Jim something that he knows that uh, regardless of whether or not there's any growing pains in the beginning, he's in a safe spot. Um, and with Boston, not only does he have the hometown, the hometown uh, story going for him in the background, but uh, their forward core has seen better days. Um, they're a competitive team right now, but they can use all the help they can get on those second, third, even fourth lines. Uh, so if Jimmy were to go to Boston, uh, I think he would slot right in and would be in no danger of uh, falling out of the mix. And it's kind of a similar idea in Buffalo. I'm certainly not going to claim to know too much uh, about the Sabres lineup right now, but I know there's certainly room in there whether or not it stays in the top six throughout the year. Um, but it seems like no matter what, he's got a year um, if he were to go to Buffalo to develop, uh, find his game, and probably wouldn't have to worry all too much about falling out of the mix. And Jack Eichel, of course, is here, and we've heard and we've seen that they are very good friends. In fact, Jack said that he has spoken with them. They've been skating a lot uh, this summer. You have to think that that relationship plays into this in some way, shape, or form, right, Jake? Yeah, definitely. Um, it seems like Jack's kind of gone back and forth. He said uh, originally he'll definitely be doing some talking, and then he backed off a little bit a few days later saying, yeah, there's probably a lot of people in his year. I'll let him do his thing. But you know they have to have been at least at the very least, exchanging some texts back and forth. 
um, getting the bug in his ear, telling him all about Buffalo, similar to what uh, uh, I'm sure his teammate uh, back at Harvard, now a senior, Sean Malone, who's a Buffalo draft pick, is probably doing the same. Um, but my, my thinking of how this might shape out is that uh, Buffalo could grow into the role of a team that is almost the way Durant, uh, Kevin Durant's uh, free agency is being, being treated right now. OKC gets the first meeting, and then odds are he might get the last one. Buffalo is going to be able to get their, their pitch in. It's going to stay. I still think Jimmy might go the free agency route, but when it's all said and done, uh, Buffalo is going to be in the mix. Uh, he might get the first and the last meeting with Buffalo, so to speak. Um, I think they're in a very good position, but uh, who knows the process might take a little longer than some in Buffalo might hope. You know, Jake, when people hear that his dad says, you know, I don't want my son necessarily playing in Boston because of the pressure, there, there's going to be some people who really view that as a negative and maybe a player like Jimmy can't handle that, whether that's true or not. So can you kind of tell us what it is like for a player from that area to actually play for the Boston Bruins? And is that really a concern that maybe, you know, you understand that Jimmy Vesey is, uh, he is competitive. He does want to be a, a star player, I'm sure, in this league. But maybe that's understandable that he wouldn't want to play there. Mm-hmm. I think it's the nature of uh, Boston sports media. Uh, basically, if you don't produce, uh, you're going to get thrown to the wolves right off the bat. Um, I know one example, he's got plenty of time to prove himself, uh, but Jimmy Hayes was a, a star Boston product uh, working his way up uh, in the college game and then made his way over to the Bruins this past year. Didn't really produce, and now he's kind of fallen a little bit out of favor among fans. Um, but I think it's it's got to be tough for a guy like Kavisi. Um He has a little bit of a different path than, uh, than Jack Eichel in the sense that when you play hockey at BU at Boston University, uh, Jack was put on a billboard pretty much the second that he got to school. Like If you drive into campus at BU, uh, one of the first things you see is Jack's head hovering over the athletic complex. Uh, BU runs on hockey, but that's not really the case at Harvard. Um, sports are big. They have plenty of them at Harvard, um, but the way fans or uh, students look at the games, it's not the same way. Uh, Jimmy can go to his classes without anyone even recognizing him, which is something that just wouldn't happen over at BU and BC. Um, so transitioning from that kind of environment to uh, Bruins where you can play two or three games, and if you haven't scored in one week, you're going to have people calling in to talk radio to bash why we went through a whole summer of Jimmy VC just for this. Um, it's got to be a tough adjustment period. Ultimately, I think he's capable of handling it. He was a captain this past year, kind of got a sense of how the media works, even though it's on a much lower scale at the college level. Um, but it would certainly be, I, at least in my opinion, a bigger adjustment to go through a huge market with so much pressure like Boston as opposed to kind of getting a new start out in somewhere like Buffalo. Jake Megar from the uh, Crimson, thank you very much for joining us. Do you guys take a shot every time you hear Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard when their game is on TV? Uh, Alex Kalorn's a big one. If you didn't know, he actually went to Harvard. I'm not sure if they told you on it. That's another one, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, man. All right. Glad to have somebody much smarter than me and my producer on the program today. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.